0: Welcome back, Gothamites. Welcome back, fellow detectives. Yes, this is a very special episode of Gotham TV Podcast, episode 128. As we interview Corey Michael Smith, Drew Powell, David Mazous, and Robin Lord-Taylor, the cast members of gotham the hit show on fox or e4 uh, depending on where you live and of course it was a great interview and a great time to be had at heroes villains fan fest over the weekend that has just gone i am one of your
1: hosts and soon to be interviewers john yeah, and I'm your other host, Derek. Welcome back. Really good to have you with us for this podcast. Um, very quick interview that we had with uh, four of the members of the cast that were over at here of Fan Fest because they left their desks fully queued up with uh, wonderful fans of Gotham. We were getting signatures and selfies with them uh, to come and talk to us for a couple of minutes. Um, Sean Pertwee held the force while, uh, while the other four members of the cast came up and chatted with us about Gotham season four. So if you haven't finished season four, there are spoilers in here for two of the big moments of the season, really. I I think. Um, so hold on to this one until you finish the season uh, and come back to it and listen to it later. There's some really lovely uh, moments, I think, in this interview. Uh, so press pause here and come back to us later after you've watched the full season four. Yes, you have been warned. Spoiler alert. And one other thing, there was a little bit of an issue recording our side of the interview. So we have uh, re-recorded the interview questions from our side. Um, so John's put in some of the questions uh, after. The interview happened just so we can get a really good sounding audio because you wouldn't be able to hear our questions if we didn't record it again so uh, hopefully you enjoy the interviews that we had that we have for you good to see you guys Cheers. first off huge congratulations on the renewal for season five it must have been a big relief for you guys huge yeah
2: yeah i mean it, not only because we want to keep telling the stories but you know any any show that has the end kind of ripped away from their grasp is, is real tragedy so the fact that we can you know attend to the show and and make sure that we finish it with, you know, with the respect that it's due as an entity. We're
1: Excellent. Excellent. So what was the night like itself? What was the feeling for you guys, the night you found out about the renewal?
2: Well, uh, I was I was FaceTiming with Sean Pertwee through most of the day right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, texting with some people. Um, we were just all really anxious because, you know, the clock was ticking and there were some like background deals and stuff. I don't know what goes on with all them. It has to do with money and such,
3: but which yeah. is outside of our grasp. But uh, we we're all pretty elated. It has nothing to do with me, so <laughs> I was happy for my buddies.
0: <laughs> so I just wanted to ask how much pressure do you feel? Especially you, David, playing these massively iconic characters. Has it become these are the T V characters, or do you still feel the pressure from the comic book world?
4: I think, I think there's a danger. Um, there, there's a tendency, for me at least, to, to go towards that, to kind of forget the larger scope that I'm in and to forget that this character has existed outside of myself for 75 years before I ever even thought about taking it on myself. Um, and that's something that I, I, I think is really important to remind myself of, and I think it's dangerous to, to not remember that. Um, I, this is why I love coming to these conventions, because you talk to fans and you hear things that you don't necessarily think of that you don't necessarily know um and sometimes you hear a lot of the same thing and you would totally wouldn't have thought that and it's good it's good to know what people are thinking of the show and what people um are doing and uh one fan said that um she really she never was a fan of batman necessarily before the show but um but then she started watching gotham and uh it was it was it didn't feel kind of it didn't feel like the same stories being told over and over again. Um, And it felt like a new, slightly outside of the canon uh, universe. And that's why she liked it, because she didn't know what was going to happen. Because Gotham has killed characters that are supposed to exist um, later on. And Gotham has made relationships that could never be possible with most of the comic book storylines. And so with that that kind of um, unexpectedness, there is some... Uh, liberties that we should take as actors that we shouldn't follow a, a Strict path that's kind of laid out in the comic books But I also think it's important to um, be respectful of that and also to to keep in mind what we're eventually leading to especially with my character because its all, I think it's always important to remember that This character will eventually I think become become bad, <laughs> and I have to keep you know, I can't never um, stray too far from from that
3: mm.
2: I've always, I've always thought of this as like a nature versus nurture kind of thing. You know, there there's a DNA to a character uh, that you can start with. And then once the show kind of starts happening, the the environment that you're in as a character and as an actor contributes to what happens to the character. And You, you can't, you know, you have to allow yourself to be influenced by the environment that the writers and the creators are, are throwing at you. And so you're kind of growing in that. And so whatever becomes of it uh, may not be... You know, the version that everyone recognizes or or may not even be someone's favorite, but it is the version that has very organically grown in this world that we've created, for better or worse. And and maybe, perhaps, people say, this actually is my favorite version because Mm -hmm. the circumstances that these writers presented and the environment in which this person has grown has been so exciting. Uh, And, you know, that's for anybody's taste and, and aesthetic or whatever.
0: Drew, did you know that Butch would become Solomon Grundy from the start?
3: I didn't. <laughs> I did not. Uh, Trick, Yeah. Well, in season two, uh, so this is the truth. I, my, we were traveling right before season two, and we went to McDonald's, which we don't do very much. But Leo wanted a Happy Meal, my son. And so they were giving, I think it was maybe the, the, uh, the Batman animated series. They were you know, promoting that. And so in his Happy Meal, he got a Solomon Grundy doll. And I thought,
5: hmm.
3: Character that you can't kill. That sounds good. So, <laughs> as that season started, I'll never forget we were shooting at that bank uh, in the Bronx. I think we were maybe shooting the scene where the Red Hood gang comes and shoots off the statue of Oswald's mother's head. Oh yeah. And uh, Bruno was on there. on a
2: ninety-five yeah, 90 degree again, day, as always, with no shit. Yeah, exactly.
3: Uh, and Bruno was there, and uh, and I said something like, "You know, uh, Butch would be a perfect Solomon Grundy." And he kind of gave me this look and, and then never said anything and then never mentioned it again. So like another season and a half go by and I got a call at the, right before the end of uh, season three. And and uh, they said, well, um, the bad news is you're getting shot in the head. <laughs> the good news is you're coming back to Solomon Grande." So that was very exciting news to me. And, and uh, it was really fun. I have to say to I didn't really appreciate what it meant to be in a, a canon character until that point. I mean, these guys... I was watching kind of them and how they approached it and I thought they all did a great job of making it their own and respecting it, and so I wanted to do the same thing.
1: So Robin, you and Drew started out in the world of Gotham together. You started out in the alleyway in the pilot episode, and then you've spoilers, finished season four together in a final scene as you take Butch out of the world of Gotham. What's that feeling like for you guys to have that opening and closing of that storyline together?
5: Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Like, it just, you know, I, and I mentioned this on the panel as well, like, the hardest thing for me doing the job is killing off other actors because, again, it's someone who has struggled for many years to just get a regular gig on anything, you know, that I take that so seriously, and also somebody died in Walking you know? Dead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, no, I
5: just don't take it lightly, and the fact that it's Drew, who's become, like, a brother to me, it, it was one of the most difficult days I've had, and, uh, you know, and, yeah, I
1: don't know. Yeah, definitely understand that. When you see a script like that coming, Gotham is obviously full of twists and turns. When you guys see a script coming that has big spoilers in it and big twists in it, uh, do you guys rush to be the first one to read the script and read the big spoiler read the big moments that are coming for your characters? Well,
2: it's tough because they, they send out, uh, what are they called?
5: Outlines. Outlines,
2: outlines. Yeah. yeah. They send out outlines first, but they don't send them to us, so... Right. Certain uh, yeah. department heads of certain departments will remain unnamed. <laughs> uh, get them and we steal them. So that right. uh, yeah. we know what's going on. Then, uh, and and sometimes you read them
4: early. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes I, I won't read stuff until the actual script comes out. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. I, I, I do this thing where I won't read the script until I read the last page. I always I always get the script to mm. the last page first because I think I just love Gotham's cliffhangers. Yeah. I think every week we have really good cliffhangers. Yeah. And I love reading them first, and then I, and then I like seeing how the episode builds up to that moment.
2: Wait, yeah. did you read the? It happened toward the end of the episode, right? Every stabbing. episode,
4: stabbing,
3: stabbing, yeah. You, read that Alfred, first. so you read that first? Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> every, every episode,
3: gold. I've that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it certainly colors the way you read the, the rest of the script. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I get me to this point. Exactly. I mean, I, just to finish with that that first question, um, there is, I think, some nice symmetry to. Starting and ending with, with Robin. I mean, you know, we. I remember. I'll never forget sitting in that uh, Russian restaurant that was playing German, like kind of a Benny Hill type show, with like like techno, euro, euro te- techno, techno in the, And it was free. It was like a, a March winter storm, so like it was like freezing cold, freezing rain. <laughs> we're outside, and then this is where we were warming up. And I remember just, like, we were meeting each other, really. I mean, and, and, and getting to know I met I met his husband, Dickie, that day. And, you know, Jada was there. And, 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 and this poor guy that was getting hit over and over and landing in the puddle. Like, it was all this stuff happening. And, you know, and that, there's a line from that scene that I love, which he, he says to Gordon. He's like, how do you like Gotham so far? You know, and that was kind of, you know, we were, that was kind of like, how do we like Gotham so far? We didn't know. And then you get to, to the end and, and it was, it was fitting that, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was nice to have Robin there again. I mean, he's such a lovely guy and I've had such great stuff when, and I have no idea about this guy. in never worked with him. <laughs> But Troy and I have had some lovely stuff this year that I really loved. And, and, um, I, I will never forget that scene, you know, with Jessica and, and Robin and I, it was just, um, you know look you you, you you never you never want the job to end you know you know it's going to eventually but uh, you don't want to, you don't want to be the first guy out I wish I wasn't but but you know it's nice to go down with the ship at the same time I've, I ha- I was able to leave with this like sense of closure um, you know and all these people are like well maybe you'll be back season five and maybe that's true it's got them and that would be fine but if not I feel like it was a nice ending and and that we we, we closed it off in a, in a in a nice way and Butch was I think the unexpected a uh, uh, heart, uh, uh, not the heart, but a heart in this show that you didn't expect to kind of be this lover and uh, to have that moment with Tabitha and and to finish it that way. Um, and you know, and it's also I think great for Penguin. I've had a lot of people come up today to say, you know, like, "Gosh, I hate that he did that," but I totally kind of get it. You know, <laughs> like, you know. The, I, the thing I love most about the scene, I thought
5: it was really beautiful, and and I know that Katrina really. This is what I wanted to do with the scene, and I think it reads was that. Penguin is sincerely mourning the loss of his friend. He didn't do it because of anything that Butch has done, or even seeing Butch as a threat to him. He did it only to punish Tabitha. And so like when he does it, the emotion there isn't the old, you know, standard penguin menace. It's a broken heart, you know, and, and really ultimately that reflects the whole theme of the show is about the loss of love and how Gotham City just is drums it out of everybody yeah, so, yeah. Well said.
0: I wanted to ask Robin your penguin is such an ambiguous villain that resonates so much with people he's so broken and it's so tragic to see his arc throughout the seasons mm-hmm. did you feel that emotion when you approached the character
5: very much so and it really started when I when I well it started with the script of course because I knew that that element was there like there was something you know knowing that he was you know, in the, in the very first episode and he, that moment I had with Jim Gordon on the pier at the beginning, you know, I knew that there was actually there was an actual human being there and a human being with that there was something sympathetic about him and I knew that I wanted to bring that out immediately. And it, again, it was there in the script. You know, also going back and doing research before we started filming, learning, you know, the past of the Penguins, which I had no idea for his job, Learning that he was a bullied kid, you know, he was an outsider, he experienced all of this pain at a very, very young age. And again, like, that's, you know, that's what Gotham has done to him, that's what's changed him. If, if that hadn't happened, he could have been a beautiful person. So, sort of showing that duality has always been very important.
1: David, I want to ask you the final question, but it kind of incorporates everybody. The last time we spoke, you teased a moment at Wayne Manor when you worked with most of the cast, um, where you were playing future versions of the characters. Kind of like Bruce's. Favorite oh right,
4: dream. yeah. I hope you know what I'm talking about now. Yeah,
1: this was the exciting moment that you got to work most of the cast for the first time this season. Yeah. Um, where we had Jim with his mustache, we had a pretty comic accurate version of the Penguin. What was it like filming that scene together?
5: There was a live chicken. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There was a live chicken <laughs> in
5: Donald's yeah. arms. And it was so kind and gentle with that chicken. It was a beautiful thing to see. Yeah.
4: Oh man, I he that. Hallucinated. Oh my gosh. he was really fun. Yeah. Because we also we weren't just all together. We were in really fun costumes, and we could and because it was a dream sequence, like those are so much fun because we can just kind of do whatever we want. Yeah, like okay. you just go, you can just go as far out as as you want, and it was really, it was. I had a, I had a great time.
5: Who, who knew Bruce Wayne was psychic? I mean, you knew. <laughs> yeah, I know. You yeah. be rocking that, that top hat. Yeah, head, so yeah cool. he's, not, he's yeah. not only Batman,
4: he's also a prophet. He's yes. Like, yes. A yeah.
3: makes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, very 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 awesome. awesome. Yeah. thanks you, guys. <laughs>
4: Thanks so
1: much. As we said, a really quick one uh, with the guys, but some really fun moments in there, John. Yeah, really good. What's your favourite moment that was in there, John?
0: I think it's hearing about, you know, how you balance producing your own TV character with the, the history of and um, character development coming from the comics and, and where you pitch that how you use the comics uh, as that kind of baseline but then you really have to kind of see how you make it your own in that sense Thought mm-hmm. so that was really uh, really interesting and i think as well just because uh, with drew powell being such um a good sport with Gotham TV podcast. I think it's really nice to hear him talk really fondly about his time on Gotham mm-hmm. and especially the big moment in season four between Robin Lord Taylor and Drew Powell given that they started off um, together on Gotham. And ultimately, there has been this big end uh, between these two characters uh, at the end of season four. So I, I really like those aspects. And I, I think, again, you know, it's so generous and kind of them to give a few minutes out of their really hectic schedule at the uh, Fan Fest to just provide some time where they... Um, respond to our questions, which was really, really nice.
1: Yeah, it's really sad to hear that Rupel thinks he's not coming back for the next season, quite a definitive end at the end of season four. Um, But as he says himself, you never know what's going to happen in Gotham and the scripts aren't written yet for season five. So uh, we never really know what's going to happen.
0: Exactly. And of course, we are Never Say Never here on Gotham TV Podcast and Mm -hmm. we do hope that there is a bit of Grundy Swamp Juice still left coursing through the veins of drew powell so maybe hopefully he wasn't fully cured of grundy at all and can bounce back to life absolutely maybe hugo strange wants just to have another go at drew powell and really um you know test and experiment on him like he seems to want to do with the riddler and with Leslie Tompkins as well.
1: Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, also, my favourite moment from the interview has to be Robin Lord Taylor's excitement, at the, at the memory of uh, Donald Logue holding that chicken really, really nicely and protecting it like it was his best friend. <laughs> uh, it was an interesting moment on the show. I'd love to hear them, hear them reminisce about that. Also great to speak to, to Corey Michael Smith, really intelligent guy. Um, you can definitely tell that he's focusing in on, your, on the answers to the questions that you're asking and uh, really good to have him there. Uh, so good of the guys over here at Villains Fan Fest as well to allow us to have that time. Uh, we know how busy the weekend is so really nice of them to give some time to us uh, to allow us to chat with the guys from, from Gotham.
0: Yeah, most definitely.
1: Yeah, and hopefully we'll get to speak to the guys again in the future. Uh, We'll be back with another episode in the next couple of weeks, probably. Um, We're still trying to decide, as we said last time, uh, what exactly the episodes are going to be covering between now and when the show returns. There have been some rumours out there that the show won't return until March 18th of next year, uh, 2019, uh, which will be a Friday, so a bit of a weird one there. Not sure if I believe that rumour, because uh, I don't believe it's actually moving off Thursdays. Uh, There's also a rumour that the show is going to be only 10 episodes, not 13, uh, one the cast did mention that to us over the weekend as well um, but we think that might be a confusion between Pennyworth the new show coming out that we'll be covering uh, which has been confirmed for a 10 10 episode pickup uh, Gotham I don't think has had a confirmation of how long it's going to be it has been called an event show by Fox which means it's going to be shorter than the 22 episodes we get per season uh, and they're working towards an end at the moment on that um, but I'm not sure whether the confirmation is out there that it's going to be 10 episodes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it could be between 10 or 13 episodes uh,
1: of Gotham for 2019. Exactly, exactly. Uh, also, a really good panel at the weekend from the cast of Gotham, with Sean Pertwee included, uh, up, on, up on stage in front of the audience uh, at Heroesville and FanFest, talking about. Uh, dealing with the really high temperatures wearing their outfits every day and the really low temperatures other days wearing exactly the same outfits so uh, not getting much of a break uh, But from the people behind the scenes uh, to allow them to experience the extreme weather conditions that can sometimes be around in New York. I thought that was really good fun they answered some great questions from the crowd and Robin Lortelli particularly uh, was giving a big shout out to the audience and the fans of Gotham yeah. t- for, the, for being the ones that got a uh, Gotham season 5. He said everybody worked so hard for that but especially the fans so uh, definitely wanted to point that out. He was very happy about the fact that the fans had all banded together and gotten the show renewed.
0: Yeah, so you should all give yourselves a hearty slap on the back and a round of applause because the Gotham community is really, really tight. And I think that was shown again at the Heroes Villains Fan Fest mm-hmm. in London. You know, some great cosplay from uh the Gotham community and all coming together to uh, embrace the cast that were there embrace their panel um, you know getting some really uh, top quality photographs and, and selfies with the the cast really inventive yep. and uh, you know really appreciated by the cast uh, the support that they have uh, in um, the UK Ireland and the rest of Europe as well mm-hmm. uh, with regards to support for the show Gotham and I think they really really appreciate that uh, especially um that comes through on the gotham panel from robin lord taylor as well as the rest of the cast as well yeah uh, when uh opening up the panel
1: yeah yeah absolutely one final bit of news before we close this episode uh, the latest Gotham tie-in book uh, by Jason Starr, who did the first Gotham novel. Uh, Second novel, Gotham City of Monsters, came out today, the 29th of May, in all good or evil bookshops or on a Kindle. Uh, You can pick it up and read through the storyline between uh, Season 2 and Season 3 where Jim is hunting down the monsters created by Professor Strange and Indian Hill. Um, So, nice little tie-in book there. I'm already about three chapters into it so far. uh, Really enjoying it so far. Um, It's nice to kind of go back in time to that time in Gotham. some interesting stories to tell. Um, so if you need a Gotham fix, go out and get a copy of the book. Um, definitely worth reading. We may cover it in a future episode, John. What do you think? Sounds like a good idea. Excellent. Thanks so much for joining us, Gothamites. We had a great time again at Heroes Villains Fan Fest. Hopefully we'll be back again uh, very soon.
0: And of course, please subscribe to the podcast because sharing the podcast is sharing the love. You can head on over to GothamTVPodcast.com and go to our subscribe section where you can pick your... Good or evil podcast catcher of choice. Subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. Uh, all subscribers are absolutely welcome.
1: You can also join us on Twitter at Gotham TV Podcast or join us over in our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Podcast. We'll be chatting to you there.
0: We hope you enjoy the interview. And of course, if you're at Heroes Villains Fan Fest, then we really hope you enjoyed your time there. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.
4: Hey, this is Drew Powell. I play Butch Gilzean on Gotham, and you are listening to Gotham TV Podcast.